Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. Jihadi groups like ISIS are being battled with one of their own weapons, say Madamita Mojia and Hannah Kutchler. Extremists have found social media a powerful tool for radicalisation and Silicon Valley has been criticised for not doing enough to take down their messages. But now digital media stars, along with Facebook, Twitter, Google and other tech groups, are using counter-speech as a weapon against terrorists' propaganda. This report is narrated by Madamita. On a sweltering September afternoon in a packed auditorium at Kingston College in south-west London, Hamza Arshad is holding a crowd of more than 100 teenagers spellbound. Wearing a padded jacket and a woolly hat despite the heat, he tells the students that he has come to talk to them about radicalisation and extremism. A light topic for a Thursday afternoon, he jokes. About a quarter of the audience raise their hands when asked if they are Muslim. All seem transfixed by the speaker, best known for playing a hapless South London Asian immigrant on his YouTube series, Diary of a Badman. Mr Arshad, 31, starts with a bit of dark humour, pointing to a photo of gun-toting terrorists, and then reeling off the names of his cousins. Next, the face of a 15-year-old Bangladeshi girl in a hijab fills the screen, and a murmur ripples across the room. Some recognise her as Shamima Begum, a straight-A student from East London who left her home in February last year, bound for Syria. Shamima and her two friends, labelled the jihadi brides by the tabloids, ended up in Raqqa, an ISIS stronghold. They never returned. He tells the crowd, No one would have ever thought something like that would happen to them, and it made me realise that if it can happen to a family like that, it can happen to anyone. Imagine if this was your sister or best friend and she disappears. Mr Arshad is one of a growing group of digital media stars who use YouTube videos, Facebook posts, tweets, photos and stand-up comedy to counter the barrage of extremist propaganda online, particularly from social media-savvy terrorist groups such as ISIS. His YouTube series, which tackles issues facing Muslim youth in London, has been watched more than 73 million times. One video, I'm a Muslim, not a terrorist, has been screened in more than 100 schools around the UK by the police. Mr Arshad says, A lot of girls were being brainwashed by these guys online, on Facebook and Twitter, so I had to do something. Muslim content creators like Mr Arshad have been embraced by Google, Facebook and other tech companies which have faced attacks from critics for what they see as their failure to effectively monitor and remove terrorist content. A report published in August by the UK Parliament's Home Affairs Committee accused tech groups of undermining counter-terrorism investigations by refusing to hand over potential evidence. 
This embrace of so-called counter-speech goes beyond Silicon Valley. After seeing limited success with their own propaganda efforts, the US Departments of Justice and Homeland Security, the European Commission and the British government are all recruiting documentary filmmakers and university students to provide and produce compelling, shareable content to battle the jihadi message. The US State Department also this year launched the Global Engagement Centre to counter ISIS propaganda. The ISIS social media machine appears to have diminished since mid-2015, but its presence on Twitter, YouTube and other sites has been the terrorist group's most powerful tool of persuasion, particularly in Europe and the UK. It has a 24-7 media wing with five official video production houses. Yasmin Green, head of research and development at Jigsaw, Google's think tank that has been analysing radicalization online, says... Many say if it were not for the internet, there would be no Islamic State. While social media companies are keen to promote their efforts in this area, its effectiveness in preventing terrorism is still unproven. Professor Peter Neumann, founder and director of the International Centre for the Study of Radicalisation and Political Violence in London, says, It would be fair to say we are in a primitive stage. It's fantastic that Google or Facebook are sponsoring one or two projects, but that doesn't give you enough data to make viable statements about whether counter-speech works or not. In particular, it's unlikely to change the behaviour of hardcore converts. According to Professor Neumann, if someone has made up his or her mind and then you try and counter their view, it could produce a response known as reactance, actually causing them to become even more resolute in their opinions because you are challenging their beliefs. So it's not about counter-speech being good or bad. It has to be aimed at people in a particular stage of their decision-making. It has to be easy for these people to search out when they're googling different points of view. Until now, taking down objectionable content has been the primary weapon in the battle against online extremism. Social media groups' complete control of user accounts means that even governments are dependent on them to respond to urgent requests. The major social platforms all rely on users to report inappropriate content, although Facebook and Google say that they proactively do take down accounts associated with known terrorists. Monica Bickert, head of public policy at Facebook, says, When we become aware of an account supporting terrorism, we look at their friends and associated accounts so that we can remove them. Twitter announced in mid-August that it had suspended 360,000 terror-inciting accounts since mid-2015, with the number of daily suspensions up 80%. Account suspensions also rose in the aftermath of the terrorist attacks in Brussels in March and Nice in July. But experts believe that this is merely a temporary disruption to the extremists' efforts. In many cases, when radical accounts are taken down, they either migrate to encrypted sites like Telegram or WhatsApp or pop up with new accounts on the same sites. On Twitter, ISIS propagandists openly boast about their 30th and 40th Twitter handles. Professor Neumann says, You can disrupt extremists and divert them, but you can't censor your way out of that conundrum. It's an incomplete and ultimately ineffective strategy. The UK Parliament's Home Affairs Committee went further in its report, accusing social media groups of consciously failing to prevent their sites from being used for terrorist propaganda. The committee's members said it was alarming that the tech companies have only a few hundred employees monitoring networks with billions of accounts. The ISIS media operation publishes video and audio files, 
religious treatises and magazines every week, according to Zahed Amanullah, head of counter-narratives at the Institute for Strategic Dialogue, a London think tank. Mr Amanullah says, More importantly, the messaging is so well designed. They have German expats speaking to Germans, British foreign fighters recruiting their peers. They have reach that they have never had before. The migration of foreign fighters from Europe and Britain is a direct result of the sophistication of this propaganda. Sensing that they were losing the propaganda war, business leaders from Silicon Valley, Madison Avenue and Hollywood gathered at the Department of Justice this February to watch and learn from ISIS's videos. The executives were not shown the videos of beheadings and burnings, but the sophisticated, soft-focus marketing deployed by ISIS to recruit young Western Muslims. Designed to be shared on social media, the videos show ISIS members giving treats to children. Candy floss is handed out in videos targeted at Americans and Nutella in those hoping to lure Europeans. John Carlin, Assistant Attorney General at the DOJ, appealed to content creators for help. He said, The most creative minds came up with this technology. Can you think up a way to stop this appalling nihilist group from doing this? Facebook invested 1 million euros in a Berlin-based initiative in partnership with the ISD to spur creativity in this area. And Google has held eight counter-speech workshops this year alone on how to make compelling YouTube videos. Twitter has worked with the UK's Media Diversity Institute to develop a guide on how to challenge hateful views. Another initiative has been developed by Adventure Partners, a for-profit organisation. It runs a counter-speech competition in 150 universities around the world. Since its launch, students from Afghanistan and Istanbul to the Netherlands have competed to design the most creative and effective counter-speech campaign, ranging from hashtags to short videos. One campaign by a team of Afghan students called Islam Says No to Extremism reached more than 5 million people on Facebook alone. An early YouTube offering, an animated series starring a fictional working-class Londoner called Abdullah X, was put together by a former Islamist extremist, an animator, who asked not to be named. Abdullah X is not targeted at a general audience, like Mr Arshad's satirical YouTube comedy, but aimed squarely at people sympathetic to extremism. One video, Five Considerations for a Muslim on Syria, uploaded in March 2014, hit a nerve. Mr Amanullah of the ISD, which has worked on the Abdullah X project, says, Within six weeks, we reached 50,000 people in our target audience. People literally typing, I want to go to Syria, in Google search got the video in front of them. ISIS operatives issued an explicit 5,000-word line-by-line rebuttal, including arguments supporting the need for violence. It said, Islam is a tradition of jihad, and there will not cease to be jihad until the Day of Judgment. For Mr Amanullah, the response was a sign that the message was working. It got under their skin, he says. The Jigsaw Pilot program targeted vulnerable people by their search, showing them ads on Google that led to a curated playlist of Arabic and English language YouTube channels. The clips include stories from ordinary people about the reality of life under ISIS and a soldier's first-hand narrative of what it was like to fight. One former fighter says in a video, I realised I had been sent to my death by ISIS. I was a victim. Apart from many other things, I feel deceived. 
More than 300,000 people watched the videos within two months. The playlists were clicked on almost four times more frequently than a regular ad campaign. Viewers watched more than 1.5 million minutes of the videos. According to Ms Green, that suggests a significant impact. Social media companies clearly have an incentive to promote counter-speech. Governments are threatening the very openness that their users treasure unless they're seen to be fighting terrorism on their platforms. But individuals, such as Mr Arshad, the people that governments and social media groups hope can be the drivers of counter-speech online, do not come with a bigger agenda. Mr Arshad says after the Kingston College show, I'm not a politician. I don't want to pick a side. I just wanted kids to stop blowing themselves up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.